1: Jim always up the
2: pulse of Jimmy. I'm you guys are live. Hey, everybody, what's up? We didn't hear the end of the song, so welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And man, has it been one fuck of a week for me? <laughs> Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody. Um, we've got uh, our cool, outrageous man about town co-host Mr. Ron Russell. I'm enjoy what am I eating here Jimmy A little Debbie A little Debbie
3: garbage shit that he brings into my life mm. I never oh, ate on, garbage till I married Jimmy <laughs> but this little Debbie is good even though it's probably fake chocolate fake cream and really
2: not even in my mouth but anyway So hi everybody so we got all kinds of things going on, you guys. First, we want to say hi. to. First, we want to say hi to D. What's up, D?
0: Hello, hello. Hold on. Let me do something for Ron. Hello, hello. How are we doing today, boys? <laughs>
3: She's going a deep voice. I no, tried. No. If, if you're going to be doing, Chad, you have to call me Ronnie, boy.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, let me try that one more time. Hello, hello. How are you doing, Ronnie, boy?
3: <laughs> don't do that. I miss my Chad.
0: So <laughs> much. I know, I apologize. Make cry now. I don't, don't I really do that do. cuz then I I'm gonna Ch-
3: I love Chad and I miss him all the time. And you know what? I think of him often. He comes to mind and I
2: say, What a sin, what a pity, what a waste. He shouldn't have died.
0: Not at my all. Sweet-
2: so hold on, you guys. Listen, in two weeks, I, I, you guys realize this is radio. But in two weeks, we're coming back with video. Uh, Dio be on the air with us, and we have a a new guy who's doing our video stuff. He's our TV tech. He's fabulous. He's got a great deep voice. His name is Scott, and I think he's on the line. I'm not sure. I want everybody to hear his voice. Oh, hello, so, hello. hello, everybody. Hello. There you go. So that's Scott, you guys. He's in Philadelphia taping our show. Good old Philly. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. In the yes, freezing yes. cold.
4: Hey,
3: Snowing. Right. Cold and snowing. We, we're going to have a lot of technical difficulties today. So, everyone out there, please be patient. And please, I should be patient too. I have no fucking patience for this <laughs> shit. It's <freezing laughs> and, You know, here. I was a contractor to Universal Studios. I made major movies. And now I'm doing these medicine shows with Jimmy Starr with broken down equipment and people in and out and up and down and all around. And I don't know what the hell's going on. That's
2: okay. You'll Meanwhile, get used to it. Meanwhile, hang on. we got to say hi to all the people because we have people in the chat room. So we got uh, Jimmy Talk from 50 Plus Easy is in the chat room. B. Claudia from Germany is in the chat room. Stefan Daniel Bell, I think, is around someplace. Um, you guys, and, and, and I want to – what happened are you doing? <laughs> and Ron's choking right now. Are you okay?
3: <laughs>
2: A piece of lemon <laughs> from the lemonade, it <laughs> broke. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, you guys, so we got a, uh, we got all kinds of things going on. And I want to thank everybody who's been supporting me and my Twitter hack. My at Dr. Jimmy Starr uh, Twitter was hacked. Um, Twitter is not helping me with it. It was hacked by somebody in Venezuela off an app called Skrill. It's a banking app. Um, and if I was you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that app because they, they get through easily and I've lost my verified Twitter account with 411,000 followers. And now I'm operating under at Jimmy star show. So if you guys uh, could follow me back since I got to rebuild 400,000 followers, it would be great. So follow at Jimmy star show. Ron's at Ron Russell show. W4CY is at W4CY radio. Um, D are you on Twitter?
0: No, I don't know how to Twitter.
2: (laughs) Okay. Hey Scott, are you on Twitter? i am on twitter what's your twitter my, my twitter is rock titan tv okay you guys follow scott at rock titan tv t-i-t-a-n rock titan tv i think i'm the and, only
0: millennial that does not know how to work twitter
2: holy
3: shit what was that i don't know but i'm choking to death I should <laughs> you know lemonade really should not have lemon rinds in it it should just have vodka I agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, you know,
2: if I had vodka in there, I, I wouldn't be choking. Yeah, you got to, like, love it. Oh. So, anyway, everybody follow everything that's going on, and we're going to be uh, doing live video again soon, and uh, in two weeks, actually, so we'll work out all these kinks in the next two weeks to get it worked out. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to have uh, one of the people from the movie that we just saw but wait, let's
3: tell them what's going on. Next week, there will be a rerun of the Jimmy Star show because I am going in for an angioplasty, which means that... Angiogram. Well, angiogram. Uh, what, angioplasty, what, a facelift? I forgot. I don't know. know. <laughs> I'm going in for... I wrote on Facebook angiogram, so nobody corrected it. Anyway, it, they go in through your wrist and they go through your vascular system and they see if there's any clogs. And if there is, they put a stent because I'm not feeling so hot you know being 50 is a bitch again
2: <clears throat> again
3: so next week will be a rerun and then the following week we will be live with television and fabulous guests there you go you got to like love it of course the show must go on no matter what happens
2: Absolutely, we're going. So everybody in the chat room wants to know what what the Twitter room was, what the Twitter for Scott was again. It's Rock Titan TV, R O C K T I T A N T V. Follow him, follow him, follow him. And um, let's see, we have two guests coming in today: Samuel Whitehill and Angela Joseph, who uh, we know from a bunch of movie premieres we go to. She's a lot of fun, and she's also a casting director. And maybe she's even going to put Ron in a movie one day.
3: No, she said that. She said, "I can't wait to cast you." Okay, if it has How to be a good part, movie, I don't go. do cameos or extra work. <coughs> I just choked to that. That's good. I could
2: go. Did you say something? Was that to us or D, or was that to somebody else? What? Who? What? D. She just said something. Now uh, we can't hear you now, D. I hate this show.
0: Can you hear me?
2: Now we can hear you.
0: All right. Well, I guess I have to make out with this mic.
2: Yeah, so, just, make, just leave it on Don't turn it on and off and, and if you have to like shit or fart or something Just oh, like Jimmy, let us, yeah, Of course, just don't worry about it I'm a
0: pretty lady, I don't do, do that Type of thing Ladies don't no, pre- fart
3: Pretty girls never do that
0: No, I was saying if uh, Ron ever is in a movie Let me know, I'll go to the midnight premiere
2: He's, go, he's uh-huh. got a whole bunch of movies That he's been in and He's got a bunch coming out
0: yep. Well, I need that email so I can catch up on my Ron movies
2: there you go. Well, the first movie. Go come- online and watch Croker.
0: First, <laughs> shut up.
3: That, that was that was a mistake. You know, we all make mistakes because when you read the script and the producer sells it to you, he gives you the rah 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 bullshit, and you think it's going to be a great movie, and then you find out the budget is like five or $10, the budget, and the monster <laughs> is gonna be paper mache, and then you have a nervous breakdown because it's nothing the producer promises you. It's okay,
0: you but, got your name out there, that is all that matters. Well, you know, yeah, but and you And he looks wa- great in it. You don't want
3: your name, I'm playing a Brooklyn Tough Cop, you don't want to uh, be out there in a shitty movie doing a good performance. Anyway, the movie that you want to see should be coming out in April or May, and it's called uh, Circus Road, and I play a minister who's really not a minister, who marries this couple who then wants to take a shortcut to Las Vegas. We're in Las Vegas. Who wants to take a shortcut somewhere, and they want to take Circus Road. And I warn them, do not take Circus
2: Road. Ooh. And then they're all, poly- we don't know what happens, but I think they all get killed.
3: Well, the Circus Road is killer clowns on the road. You know, it's clown time. Zombies are out, clowns are in. Vampires are out. Uh, space people, and so
2: you know, we keep changing. Hollywood is very fickle. <laughs> yeah, we saw a, a, um, a very low budget movie called Clown Nato Friday Night in L.A. Um, for a very low budget movie, it was like okay, I guess. But 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 uh, we had a we didn't have a great time at the movie, but we had a great time. Where did we have Lorene Landon hanging oh, out with see, the people? Yeah,
3: seeing my, my Lorene. Star but they dragged Wars was me a to a filthy movie. sizzler. They took me to a sizzler in North Hollywood that I thought the windows were stained glass, but they were just dirt. We went in. <laughs> <coughs> my feet were stuck to the carpeting as we were walking. Also, when I sat on this long, long bench table, wood, my ass was killing me, but then my pants stuck to the grease on the table. I got very sick from what I ate. Everybody else didn't because they're used to junky restaurants and crappy food. Whereas all my life I've cooked my own food and I eat healthy. (coughs) Excuse me, that goddamn lemon rind is caught in my throat. So I really didn't have a good time. It was was pretty chilly here for California, LA. And it was, you know, just not a good time. I don't like junky cheesy restaurants. I'd rather not go. And you know what kills me? The prices. I mean, you walk out of there spending 60 bucks for crappy food in an awful environment. The restaurant was lit up, no atmosphere. And all the people that were there, I don't know who they were, but they they looked weird to me.
2: And they were. They
3: They were 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 what? Fat. They were fat (laughs) people. It seems, why is it always very obese people go to cheesy, crappy restaurants and eat shit food?
2: Don't they realize they're injuring their health? My dad's favorite place to eat was Golden Corral. When we were in Florida before he died, he would always want to take me to Golden Corral. And, like, I would go in there, and it's like $13 for all you can eat. And you would see people with food piled three feet high, and it would make me nauseous and not be able to eat because there were so many And they were like 400
3: pounds, these people, so they
2: really didn't need to eat. You know, like like a- all that food. Have you ever been to Golden Corral, D?
0: I have been to Golden Corral. That was my ex's favorite place to go, and he would just, for a skinny dude, he'd pile the way some food, and I'm just like, yeah, we're not coming here. He was it, a though.
3: big spender too. <laughs> right?
0: Maybe that's you know, why he's my ex. I, I want to.
3: I want want to go to La Valarice, which I used to dine in all the time in Palm Springs. And Jimmy saw the price of the menu at La Valarice and he said, well, for your birthday. I thought, what am I, a teenager? I'm going to go to La Valarice for my birthday. I used to eat there once a week. But things change. You know,
2: each person you're with has a different way of living. Hang on, we should just include. Scott, have you ever been to Golden Corral? I have I to say, I am a bit of a homebody. I don't get out a whole lot. Okay. Oh, don't eat that don't shit. Don't eat a Golden Corral. It's really, like, yeah, not don't good. eat it to sizzle or any of those crappy fast wait, food Wait, places. do you eat any fast food at all, Scott? Actually, I don't. I recently oh. became a, a CrossFit fanatic. Oh, wow. What's that mean? It's an exercise, CrossFit.
3: What is it? Yeah. It's exercise. Yeah, it means something. he's, like, an exercise guru. Oh, well, exercise is good, but what about food? Do you eat shit food?
5: It all you- tastes like styrofoam and sawdust.
3: It's horrible. It's not even real food. Jimmy loves it. That's I like Chipotle. It. Do you eat Chipotle? Oh, yes. Favorite.
2: Yes. Yeah, D likes Chipotle.
3: I-, I don't like it. Where did we go the other night where I didn't know what I was doing? Oh, it was if the sizzler. The yeah, the sizzler. I can't read those menus. He doesn't even know how to read the menu. What are they talking about in the menu? I have no <laughs> idea what they're talking And I'm not playing stupid either. I mean seriously. I stood there. I'm trying to read the menu. I can't. I, I, you know. I like restaurants where the menu is on on paper and cardboard, and they and like, it tells you what you're you. eating. Like you also like real, napkins.
2: Real he likes napkins that aren't like paper.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I like tablecloths. I don't like eating on Formica. That's greasy and sticky, and and silver. That's crappy and chipped. Plastic plates, what the hell is this today? And walking out spending 60 bucks.
0: See, I grew up like Ron. My grandpa was from New Jersey, New Jersey. He was first generation America from Italy. Um, And that's kind of how I grew up was, you know, eating like that with not really paper plates. He hated paper plates. Anything paper, he was opposed to it.
2: How about fresh food? And like Ron's grandparents only like wanted fresh food.
3: I I was raised by my grandmother because my mother was an actress and my mother worked. Uh, as a waitress, as all actresses do. And um, my father was a set builder, so he was always floating around all over building sets for theater all over the country. My grandmother raised me, who was born when Abraham Lincoln was shot, because uh, my, my grandmother couldn't have children, and she had my mother when she was like 45. So I was raised by a Victorian grandmother who only had a garden in the backyard, we had chickens, and this is in the city, you know, this is weird. This was in, in New York, and uh, I ate fresh. My father never allowed a can in the house or a jar, never happened, everything was fresh food. We used to go to the chicken market to get our chickens, they kill it. and burn the, the feathers off and we get fresh eggs every day. So maybe that's why I'm still alive at my age and I'm healthy and I, I'm young because I ate well. I had figs from the fig tree, tomatoes from the garden, squash, zucchini, uh, eggplant. Everything was in the garden. I love also, it. Also, it was Second World War and we had victory gardens because we had to raise our own food because the food that was,
2: you know, uh, manufactured went to the war. So it was a healthy time. I was actually adopted, and the adopted family that adopted me was a Booth. Was a what? A Booth. What's a Booth? A Booth. Well, you talked about Lincoln, like, like, my, oh, my adopted oh, oh, family oh. was related to John Wilkes Booth. Oh,
3: well, we didn't know that when you said it's a Booth. I thought you may be talking about <laughs> like, like a Ralph Lauren Western Booth. No.
2: So hold on. We want to say hi to Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK is in the chat room, and Ellie from Estonia is in the chat room, and um. Let's see. I also uh, uh, want to see. Hey, Scott. Yes, sir. So I'm gonna. We're gonna call our first guest. Um, Dee's gonna call the first guest. But are you gonna play? Try and play the music video or no? I am. I'm gonna try to do that. Okay. So why don't we do the like head over heels one by Matt Davis? Do you have that? I will. Okay. <laughs> you gotta like love it all right well let us know when you've got it ready to go and i'll announce that we're gonna play it and then d is gonna call our first guest and we'll see how this works um all right you ready yep let's go for it all right everybody this is matt davis head over heels enjoy the video and um we're going to get our first guest mr samuel whitehill on the line
6: At some point i don't you just notice But now I'm gonna try it in a different kind of way So here it goes, I'm just saying this once So shut up and freaking listen I'm telling you that I like you And I want to for you Just notice, but now I'm gonna try it in a different kind of way So here it goes, I'm just saying this once So shut up and freaking listen, I'm telling you that
2: Everybody, that was Matt Davis, Head Over Heels. I love that song. I think That's it's awesome. That's a pretty song. And uh, now we want to, like, give a big, warm Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Ooh, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Welcome to our next guest, our first guest of the day, Mr. Samuel Whitehill. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello, guys. It's really great talking to you. Yay! So before we get started, let me uh, originally uh, officially introduce you to everybody. Starting off with my cool, outrageous man about to- co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Jimmy, lose the yay. Hey, it's so corny. Okay. Hi. How
4: are you? Hey, Ron. Hey, Rod. Hey, you know Jimmy's Jimmy's great. big intro. Yay! I told him lose it. It's
2: yeah. corny. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Then we got the girl so, behind the we got the girl behind the boards, D at W four C Y.
4: Oh, hello.
0: Welcome.
2: Okay. Hi. How
4: are you? I'm great. And then,
2: Oops you're and like, I was,
4: you're like a robin for uh Howard Stern, right?
2: Right. Yes. Then I've got then yeah. I've got our videographer who's like learning how the show works for when we go back to television. So say hi to Scott. He's not good. learning. He knows hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. Scott Hey Scott oh, hello. Oh no, he knows how to hey, do hey. it. He just never tell done him, it for tell us. Tell
3: him you're not learning. What you're doing is you're designing. <laughs> Right. I am designing. That's a perfect word, Ron. That is a perfect word. <laughs> You're designing our show and putting it together so it's as wonderful as when Chad Murphy did it. Or better. We, well, we ought to get well, better. It's going to be hard to do better than <laughs> Chad Murphy.
2: He had nine years' experience with us. God bless his soul. There you go. Anyway, we we're happy to have you. So happy to have Scott. And we're happy to have you, Samuel. And we have a chat room with people from the U.K. We have... Canada, Germany, Estonia, the United States, lots of people, so say hi to everybody in the chat room.
4: Hello, everybody.
2: There hi. you go. And you guys we'll can follow us you can follow Samuel on Twitter, you guys. He's at White Hill Actor. W H I T E H I L L A C T O R. Okay. I'm lazy today, Samuel. So tell us
3: what who are you? What are you doing? Why?
4: Okay. I'm- <laughs> I'm an old guy, and we uh, moved here four years ago from the East Coast. I was a lawyer out there. We have a couple of daughters in L.A., a couple of grandchildren, and decided uh, to move out to California. And I uh, eventually started uh, working as an extra. And then my kids got me headshots from Father's Day in 2015, and they sort of created a monster. I started taking acting lessons. I've been doing that since then, and uh, been in about 150 different. Uh, projects since i started auditioning
2: isn't that amazing 150 projects in three years
4: (laughs) well it's a lot of fun i just uh i'm having a great time i always think about how many how many guys in my graduating class at monterey high school in lubbock texas are out here in california making movies and tv shows and um, doing all kinds of crazy stuff
3: well, that's what I, <clears> throat> my throat. I have a lemon rind caught in my throat from my lemonade. Oh. Would you believe that? It oh, won't get. Lo- right. It won't dislodge. But when I was a really? young kid, when I was a young uh, kid back in New York, I used to talk about when I grow up, I'm going to be an actor. And all my uh, uh, friends that were kids would say, "Oh, you're full of shit. You know, you'll never be a, an actor. What are you crazy?" And then we went to yeah. see J- Jane Russell. And Marilyn Monroe and gentlemen prefer blondes. And I was like 14. And when we left the theater, I told my friends, "Oh my God, I love Jane Russell. She's so beautiful. I would love to meet her one day." <laughs> well, it turned out she's my best friend for years, and we hung out together. And I took her oh, name, Ru- And I took her name, Russell. That's why I'm Ron Russell because of Jane Russell. She meant a lot oh. to me in my life. So the moral of this little story is: if you dream it, it can happen. It takes fortitude, hard work, patience, and a lot of your time. And I'm sure that's what you did to do 150 projects.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, luckily, I learned my skills not only from acting class, Steve Easton, that great uh, character actor, has uh, school in Burbank, but also there are a lot of universities and colleges out here, so you can learn the ropes by going into a lot of student films. And I first year, first couple of years, I did a lot of student films. and Then I started getting off into more professional uh, projects. But it's a uh, it's a lot easier than people think.
3: There you go. Why I like I, that. Well, You're the first one to say, <laughs> yeah, I've never heard anybody say that you are the first. Um, I have well, never ta- I've never taken an acting lesson in my life, and I never will. I'm one of those believers. Either you got it or you don't. I'm a method actor. I'm Italian, which gives me drama and a lot of uh, exterior energy. And, yeah, you uh, have it
4: in your genes. The Italian's got, you got a lot of well, energy in there.
3: We're all actors and anywhere.
4: Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, by the way, I wanted to thank you for the Renaissance. That was great. For the what? The Renaissance, you know.
2: Ah, no, the he's thanking you because you're Italian. The Italians. Oh,
4: didn't. oh, oh, oh. You
6: know,
3: I'm, 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 an old guy. I'm an old guy well, my too. Seri- I don't my hear stereotype too
4: of Italians. Is the Renaissance, great art, the Roman Empire. Uh, well, great no, literature. It, it, it's so just not, that, I don't do the um, the bad, you know, the bad, stupid stereotypes you hear all the time.
3: No, but uh, you know, Glenn Ford, who was uh, uh, a very Glenn Ford, who I knew was a very interesting fella okay he was good friends with terry terry moore and that whole crowd that i used to know Uh and glenn ford had a personality like a corpse i mean Uh when you met him at a party say hi glenn how you doing Uh, uh, are you making any movies Uh, are you happy Uh, uh, are you gonna die soon Uh, nothing (laughs) zero zero and then he would drink and, and then if he drank a lot he'd talk a little more But on film, he was incredible. He knew, I mean, so you see a lot of different, I believe nationality. Uh, English people are wonderful in theater. English people can act like nobody, that's nobody's business. So I and black people, African American actors are fabulous because they've got that background, that pain, they've got that whatever. So I believe ethnics has a lot to do with your performance. Now what is your ethnic background if you want to tell us?
4: I'm a Jew I'm a yeah, I'm Jewish.
3: Jewish Jewish is good. I'm 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 half Jewish.
4: Okay, which half, top or bottom? My, my,
3: my father was, my father... <laughs>
4: which <laughs> half, top
3: or bottom? Well, I, I used to you do... You know what
4: it. I'm talking about there.
3: Come out with yeah. me. Well, my father was uh, of Jewish descent, and he was an Italian uh, Jew. So uh, okay.
4: well, I, I respect it for Jews. him. A lot of times. Well, well, you Jews. know, there was an Italian Jew back in the uh, 14th century who wrote a Jewish version of the uh, Divine Comedy. His name Christopher Colum- uh, Rumi. Yeah, he uh, he wrote, a uh, he did what Doug did. He put his friends in heaven and his enemies in hell. I love it. I well,
3: have a question. Well, Christopher Columbus was Jewish. And not, well, not they Jewish. say that.
4: that that's,
3: no, that's no, 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 no. We're from, my father's from Genoa where the greatest yeah. percentage of Jews are, like Venice. And I was in Christopher Columbus's house in Genoa City, and I was out in his garden, and there was a Star of David, a big stone in the back with the Star of David. I photographed it. Oh, yeah?
4: Now,
3: if he I'm wasn't sure a Jew... The Star of
4: David, I'm not sure if the Star of David was the use, being used when he was around.
3: Of course it was. Star of David was from the Hebrew Bible, the first Bible. No, of course. No,
4: wait, so- uh, I'm, I'm pretty... He's in the Jewish he, history. He teaches. David uh, uh, started teaches. in the uh, late <laughs> Middle Ages. Yeah, and we could argue about that. But I, I'd, I'd like to see it. I, I've read different uh, things. I heard that he was. He uh, could have been a lot of things. People said he was Jewish. People said he wasn't.
3: They said he was Spanish, and he wasn't. He was Genovese, and he was born in the Carughi di Genova. Where my father yeah. was born, the Karuji are the little streets, those little wonderful streets that you see in Genoa. And he, and I saw uh, the house he was born in. It's a museum. Oh, you yeah. can go see it. It's right off of Piazza uh, di Ferrari. Uh, so I have a question
2: there. though. Check. I wanna I yeah. wanna switch the topic and I wanna switch the topic here. first of all, you have like a very like you look like a rec- you have a recognizable face like someone you've seen like all, all over the place. And as an actor, since you went from a, being a lawyer, were you a, were you a trial attorney?
4: No, I have a son who does that, but uh, I was just uh, office, I did office
2: practice. Because I, I was going to say, yeah. that would have that been great for you, like, learning to be an actor to get booked so fast all the time. You know, what a great, like, training round, because I would love to do that. I would love to be a trial My attorney. My mother
3: always said, I should have been a lawyer, because I have a mouthpiece. Well, a mouthpiece oh. you use in acting, so maybe being a lawyer is, is a yeah. good tool.
4: Well, being an actor, you have to remember one thing: is the same as being a trial attorney. You have to throw off all of yourself, self uh, consciousness. You know, you just have to forget that you're yourself, and you just say what you need to say.
3: And oh, like you what have what to people
4: say, think in the audience. Yeah,
3: you have to believe in the lie. That's what an actor does. He believes in the lie, and the lie is you're somebody else. Same thing with a lawyer. A lawyer has to believe in the lie that the guy that just murdered his wife is innocent. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. how can you go to trial? So you say yeah, he goes. To,
4: yeah, he goes to court. He kills his parents. He's an, he's an orphan. You know. Right. So you
3: have to believe in the lie. I do that. When I work, well, I get a script and I become the script. I lose me and a, I become. You're a
4: method actor. You you think when you they say be sad, you think about the time your grandmother was raped by a herd of rhinoceros. You know I, actually I, I not i don't i don't I don't you don't I, you do method acting though that's you associate your own life with what you're doing yeah but not uh, that Sophia Loren,
3: Sophia Loren said that when she needs to cry, she thinks back at at the uh-huh. war time when she was young and then she cries. I don't think of anything I just if I'm supposed to cry because my character is sad and whatever, I cry. it's the, char- okay, the character. Does your character take you over?
4: Yeah, it should. If you're involved in the uh, project that you're doing, you can forget about yourself and you can actually cry without even expecting yourself to.
3: Absolutely. It's believing in your character. I I hate actors who read lines i do that with jimmy all the time when jimmy, yeah, I, I read jimmy lines. reads lines you know we go to a lot of red carpet movies and i see these actors you could tell when they're hitting their mark because they're looking on the floor and you can hear them reading their lines you can't do that because if you're playing somebody with a lisp you better have a lisp and you know yeah, what i mean sure. you have to be the yeah. character how do you handle yeah. that when you get a script well, let's I, say I, Wait, hang on. I'm going to give you a script right now, and you're supposed to play the Pope. And somebody's asking the Pope, uh, are you against homosexuals? What would you do?
4: I'd say, not against homosexuals as people, but we do know what the scriptures say and what the church tradition says. No, no, I don't
3: mean that. I mean, what kind of an emotion would you have? A a frivolous one, an uh, angry
4: uh, uh, one? oh okay I would be not angry I would be simply pensive trying to make the uh, explain what I was thinking and saying uh, in a way that would be ex- not, if not acceptable uh, comprehensible by the person I'm talking to
3: see and, now uh, I would oh go oh. I would have played it okay. puzzled I would have played it puzzled and I would have said why do you ask me such a question
2: you see the oh, thing it depends on the rest of the movie though. <laughs> no 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 but I became, <laughs> well, we're doing a, If he uh, was words. a
4: Jesuit I would probably know why he was asking that question. There's an article in New York magazine that maybe sixty percent of Jesuits are gay. But you know, that's what well, to uh, deal with.
3: If I'm playing a rabbi, I'd say, yeah. "Why do you want to know, darling? You shouldn't ask already. What's doing?"
4: <laughs> well, that that would get you a job in Hollywood because they love stereotypes. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, I know what a rabbi. Here's what a rabbi, uh, a thinking rabbi or a rabbi with a heart would say: It's wonderful that you have that capacity for love.
3: <laughs> but more no, than the average there, person. What What's more wonderful than up uh, my mind, just then Selma Diamond. Uh, who was who was more wonderful than Or? Thelma, you know you, wait, Thelma Ritter, Selma Diamond. All these broads that played Jewish women that were outrageously. We like Fran Drescher. Wonder, Fran Drescher, <laughs> Fran Franny. <laughs> I love Fran. She's the new yeah. Thelma Ritter and the new Selma Diamond. I hope that Hollywood never loses. That character, that wonderful Jewish mother, Molly Goldberg,
2: hanging out the window. I do Do you even know any of these people he's mentioning? He sure, he does.
4: I I don't know the personally. They, ha- they don't. They
2: no, don't I don't mean personally, but like. No, but I, I mean. Oh, uh, sure okay. Remember, but don't you, know, I know I you agree?
4: Drescher.
2: Don't you agree? They yeah, were
3: well, wonderful. Ethnically I, I like wonderful.
4: Drescher. When Friend Dresser was on Charlie Rose, the late Charlie Rose, I say, <clears> he was talking like a normal person. Yes. She talking like with that Queen's accent. But when she goes on a popular talk show like, I guess, David Letterman or uh, Jay Leno, she had that whiny talking like this, you know. And that, uh, but that's how
3: Fran so she talks. Had,
4: she carried her persona with her a lot.
3: We uh, had her on our show. I know she Fran that Drescher. Way. Fran Drescher in the real world talks like somebody from Flushing, a Flushing broad. Yeah. She's a whiny uh, broad. Uh, in fact, I'm going oh, to yeah? interview her soon for Celebrity Cafe magazine. And we've interviewed her before. And she is absolutely, uh, I, I, I suppose her, her father talks that way. He was from Brooklyn. And her mother. She didn't I, talk funny on our show, though. She talked normal. No, you thought it was normal because she used to me because I,
2: oh. I sound <laughs> like a Brooklyn <laughs> but, but Jew. But she didn't sound like she
3: did on The Nanny, though. Well, no, with uh. The Nanny, she stretched it more. But I could <laughs> hear the Brooklyn Jew coming through.
4: So I, let's mean, go. I mean, the Queens yeah. Jew. I could hear Charlie Rose. I would not have been able to identify her as anything, but maybe, maybe, uh, educated East coast, maybe upper, upper East side, perhaps. even. Right. But
3: Thelma Ritter, who I love, Uh, I mean, rear window with Jimmy Stewart, so many movies where she was absolutely the most lovable, adorable person. I feel that she and, uh, Selma diamond and a lot of the Jewish comedians, uh, did a lot for Jewish people. Because Why before
4: yeah.
3: before yeah. people thought that Jews had horns and that they should be thrown in ovens and that they were hideous people, they looked like rodents, which Hitler portrayed. These women came ahead and showed us love, Hamisha Holmes, let's have mandel bread, let's have coffee together. They showed humanity, they showed beautiful women, and I what well, yeah, they're doing here.
4: And Gertrude Berg, too. I, I that's that's her. Molly Yiddish.
3: Goldberg, Gertrude yeah, Berg. She had
4: to learn. She had to learn. To talk. She didn't know how to speak Yiddish, and she had to learn the accent for her part.
3: Well, she was from Yiddish theater, I thought.
4: No, she was not.
3: She was I thought regular. she was.
4: No, she was not. I think that uh, from the Yiddish theater, we have uh, uh, So Adler, many great. You know, the great acting teacher, Adler, the, from the family. Right. Yiddish uh, Theater but um, Paul Lucas was Stella, from Phil Adler, Adler and her sister uh, uh, the uh, late uh, literary agent Bertha oh, Klausner
3: We've had a lot of great actors from uh, Yiddish yeah. Theater like Paul Lucas he was one in so many actors but I thought that yeah. she was from Yiddish Theater
4: No she wasn't Do you know what Yiddish, Yiddish Theater is? You had to learn the accent and learn the uh, mannerisms for that so role. So,
3: what is Yiddish theater? It, Yiddish theater, it, I'll let August I'll let, uh, tell you.
2: Samuel, Sam, well, what's Yiddish back, theater?
4: You know, back in the uh, day, the early part of the 20th century, all the way up into the 1940s, the uh, immigrant population was very large, and they had their own theater. They Some brought from from Eastern Europe, and some they started in the United States. And there were great uh, Yiddish language plays of all the great playwrights. There was also a uh, cinema, Yiddish cinema made in the United States, also made in Poland. And they have some very, very good actors, Molly P. Cohn, for example. Um, it's, it's, I think they still have a few Yiddish theaters. New, in the New
3: York and, does. New York has some yeah. Yiddish theater downtown. Yeah.
4: But Yiddish,
3: yeah. is, Yiddish is like a dialect of... I guess Polish, German, everything combined. So no matter what, what part of Europe you're from, if you're from Eastern Europe, you could understand Yiddish. It's a language of its own. I used to know some yeah. Yiddish, but I don't remember it uh-huh. right now.
4: Well Yiddish but, is also a different dialects of the Yiddish too. You could be from Galicia or, or Lithuania, right. Germany, right. Uh, uh, and Jews could tell what their accent by their friend's accent where they were from.
3: Right, exactly. Yeah. But it, yeah. but a lot of great actors came from there. Actors Studio, oh. I think, really learned from Yiddish theater. Uh
4: huh. No, Yiddish they- was very much on top of things for a long time in the twenties and thirties. It was ahead of the English uh, English language theater in many ways, including and as well as the writers, the uh, Yiddish poets.
3: It's a hysterically it's it's a yeah. hysterically funny. Passionate, sad language. If you understand oh, all yeah. of that, because well, when they do a joke, it. it's hered- it's hysterical. And when they cry, you cry with them. It's a wonderful theater. I've been to some. I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about, but I could right. feel the emotion of the actor. And you get the gist of it.
4: Well, they, today they, I think they would have uh, uh, subtitles on screen. Yeah, so,
3: no, no. This is theater. This so was theater. Them. Theater down in Houston's Houston, Street, Houston Street years ago. Yeah, there was the great
4: uh, theater in Tel Aviv, Habima, is a Hebrew language theater, but it started in Russia, and uh, back in the turn of the century, and uh, it has uh, today it has performances in Hebrew, but they also have the uh, subtitles across the screen for non-speakers. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I'm, ta- You're like, I'm, Wait, I'm ask- talking. You're actually like. Wait, I'm talking.
3: I'm talking about yeah. when I was in my early 20s. We're talking 1960, 1961. There was no such oh, okay. thing. I was learning. Just so you
2: know, Sammy, since you don't know anything, because Ron's in here. Are you going to tell him how old you are? I'm
3: 78 years old, so I've oh, been okay. around for a long time. Um, I studied everywhere. I even went to Puerto Rican theater up in Spanish Harlem because I wanted to understand what the Puerto Ricans were doing, and I found... Yeah. theater there which was minimal it wasn't that great the actors were outrageous that my god they were full of energy and they were uh, when we would fight they were full of oh it was wonderful it was an exciting theater then my friend Barbara Rosenblatt with one t Cantor Rosenblatt's niece if you know who Cantor Rosenblatt is the the greatest
4: yeah, can, the gra- yeah greatest
3: great. Cantor in the world was the uncle yeah. to Barbara. I used to follow. Oh. She's the voiceover queen. She did Barbara Streisand's life on video on audio audio book. Barbara, she look her up. Barbara Rosenblatt. Would it see? She's like, in Orange Is the New Black. The first two. Yeah, seasons. she's the best
2: best thing out there. I oh, would follow her. No, wait, wait. Because Samuel, aren't you a, uh, I think like I saw someplace when I googled you. Don't you you teach like Judaism or something?
4: Well, I used to uh, I, I I taught Hebrew in some of the Jewish day schools, up, uh, high schools in the Washington D.C. area. But essentially, I've been writing Hebrew poetry since my twenties, and that was a while back. And I've had four books published in Israel that Hebrew poetry. I've translated Walt Whitman into Hebrew. I've uh,
2: translated oh my God, some that's Israeli hard. authors
4: into English. It's fun, and if you do anything for 40 years, you're, you know, you can be good at it. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. for 75 years. He was good at it,
2: you know? I love it. Okay, so then let's talk a little bit about, because you have a movie. Actually, you've done a yeah. lot of movies, but you have a movie, Hard Visit, which I have not seen. Is it? I don't know if it's available to see. I picked it out specifically because Janae Alt is in it, and so is Xavier Schoppel, and both of them are, are popular guests on our show. We've had them both on the show. They're fabulous. They're so much fun. Um, is that a movie oh, yeah. that we can uh, actually
4: see? I think you can. It's probably on Amazon uh, Amazon Prime. That's uh, Josh Mitchell produced that movie. I was in another movie of his called Wine Tasting, and the uh, same actors you mentioned are in that movie, and uh, that is available on Amazon Prime.
2: Oh my and, gosh! Is uh, Josh Mitchell the publicist? Yeah. Uh, hey, he's Mitchell, a friend Josh of Mitchell. mine. Yeah, he's a friend of oh. mine. Okay. He books a lot of no, his I'm clients high. on our show. Yeah, he books a lot of cl- clients on our show. That's how I got Janay on the show in the first place. Oh, that's interesting.
4: I uh, I worked with Josh on that movie. I played, it was wine tasted by some young men who were taking exams to be sommelier uh, wine experts in a restaurant. And I played the father of one of the boys as well as the proctor for the exam. In other words, a wine expert, a little bit crazy. It was mostly uh, improv performance. And, I love uh, it. But I'm interested in now is a movie called Somerset, which is a science fiction drama that's coming out this winter, I hope. Uh, I play the president of the United States.
2: Oh, there and, you go. I, Very not distinguished. The,
4: not the current president. Uh, not.
3: Uh, not. <laughs> I, I was going to ask that. Are you, you going to wear orange no. makeup and bleach your hair <laughs> no. orange? And are you going to?
4: Yeah, I don't you know, want to be. I'm not agent. No, no agent Orange for me. I'm sorry, but.
3: And are they you know, going to? Is the director going to tell you to act like a, a, a an idiot?
4: <laughs> no, I think he already saw. He already saw me acting like an idiot uh, when I was on set. That, we produced that a couple of years ago, but it, it, it takes a while to edit, and it should be edited fin- finally. And but I'm interested in also a movie called The Cry, which is fa- finished uh, by uh, Ryan Roberts minford it's a uh spy thriller black and white like a uh, film noir and uh it's coming out this spring i think you should look at it he uh i'll let you know when it comes out and it's uh and a whole bunch of other Thank things you. i've been working on uh
2: actually you did a movie, better criminal
4: to work on this month next month rather
3: well your, you your sci-fi movie should do very well because zombies are out, clowns are out. Now, no, extra- clowns are in. No, they're going on their way out. We're sick of clowns. Now extraterrestrials yeah. are in. So
4: everybody's... Yeah, we have, on- a, we have one. We have a whole spaceship in this movie. It's uh, Somerset's a West Coast city, imaginary city, but there's a space vehicle parked in the sky over the city, and that's what the whole...
3: Uh, oh, I can't
4: there's wait. There's other things going but- on. Yeah, it's... A, uh, the filmmaker is... Uh, Andre Coleman uh, is an African American filmmaker, and uh, so many of my breaks have come from black uh, filmmakers. Not just uh, Somerset, but also Rolling in the Deep, which is playing now on African American short films. It's a syndicated program. You probably
2: yes, I've heard, I've this, heard of it. Yep. Yes, yeah, I love it. I
4: play, yeah. I play the owner of a white, uh, all white cafe in South Carolina in 1945. And, wow, uh, that
3: sounds interesting. you, also, you also, I would love to play a part that takes place in the early 40s, because I was yeah. a little boy, and I would love to be an adult back in the 1940s to be like my you father remember, was. Oh, I remember. You remember
4: when you remember when uh, World War II ended, or was that two before your time? absolutely 78?
3: Absolutely, uh-huh. it was nighttime, and a friend of my father's had a pickup truck with a gate in the back, and a bunch of the Italians from the Italian clubs had a another an accordion, the other thing, kind of concertina, a concertina. That's a little thing you squeeze, and they were singing, and they dragged all the kids on the truck, and we drove all over, and we went for ice cream, and I remember oh, that well. And then around the corner they had a stuffed doll of Hirohito and he was hanging from a rope from that building and there was a garbage pail with fire on the bottom and they cut the rope and Hirohito went right into the garbage pail. So yeah, I remember wow. the end of the war very vividly.
4: Oh, I was good. 5 year, I was 5
3: years old, 5 years old, but I remember.
4: Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Now, I was look- born after that. I don't I was I grew up in the 50s. To yeah, well, I,
3: I, I was a teenager in the 50s, and I missed the 50s. They were the best. Drive-in oh, movies, yeah. the hop, everybody, you know, never locked your door. There was no murder, rape, crime. There was no wall to be built. Everything was wonderful. Everybody was happy. Uh, we well, made I, don't money. Think
4: that's, that's, I don't think that's the case, but uh, things were, well, they had bad things happen back then, and there was racial segregation and discrimination.
3: No, not in my neighborhood. I came from Brooklyn. <laughs> Everybody lived in Brooklyn. No, Brooklyn. Listen, Marilyn Scheinberger was my best friend. I used to go to Marilyn's house, and her father said to me one time Run, remember one thing. It's better to have a bad business than a good job. So then I would go to my Puerto Rican friend's house, Manny Rivera, and have fried bananas. Then I would go yeah. to my German friend. We were all mixed. We were just a wonderful group of people. Even even my black friend. When my mother used uh, to wash me standing up in the sink, because I always had dirty legs from laying in the street as a boy, my I would yeah. say... But she washed the one leg, it was white, that's the Ronnie leg, and then the black leg, well, that's the Sammy leg. So, you know what I mean? It's just, we didn't have that kind of prejudice. Later on in the 60s, it started to happen when everybody got so sensitive about being who they were and fighting among each other.
4: Well, I grew up in the 50s in Lubbock, Texas, and I can assure you that. Oh, Texas. What do you want from then. Texas? And when I visited my relatives in New Jersey and, and in Virginia and all over the East Coast, there was lots of prejudice. <laughs> well, you didn't, you, didn't you
3: didn't go to didn't Brooklyn.
4: Fit.
3: You didn't go well, to Brooklyn.
4: Well, I know people were, Well, okay. We no, I went,
3: when, I, when I went to school, I went to school with everybody. I didn't go to, yeah. I didn't go to a milk-white school. I went to school. No, people
4: went to school together in New York. I know that.
3: You know that's why I'm not prejudiced today because I grew up with everybody. So you know what? And and I don't want to sound like a corny shithead. I don't see color, and I don't really see religion unless you're a born again wacko. You know, Uh, like my sister is that nut job. You know, where they're really Uh, crazy people with Jesus and all this uh, crap. So
2: I want to change this conversation. No, but
3: I'm saying prejudice, prejudice is taught in the house. And prejudice is taught in the neighborhood. Lainey Kazan and I have talked about it. Lainey said she lived in an old jewish neighborhood. She didn't know there were people that weren't Jewish until she went to college. And I thought, yeah. gee, gee Lainey, that's pretty sad. You know, I was yeah. fortunate. I grew up in a coloring box, and I'm so happy I did. Uh-huh.
2: So let's go to some hypotheticals because we only have a few minutes. First of all, you guys too. this is Samuel Whitehill so you can follow him at Whitehill actor on Twitter and um, uh, so let's do a hypothetical. If you could have been in any movie that's ever been made, what movie would you have liked to have been in? And then while you're thinking of that, also be thinking about who's a male and female actor you'd like to opposite uh, you would have liked to work with living or dead. It doesn't matter. They can be somebody now or somebody from the past. Uh, but what okay. would you have liked to have been in?
4: Okay. I'm pretty simple. I would have loved to have worked in Twelve Years a Slave.
6: That wow! Okay, movie.
4: I read the I read the book too. In the uh, I would also like to have liked to have worked. Or I would like to work with someone like Meryl Streep. She's amazing. I another one with the remember.
3: Meryl Streep. That's
2: so funny. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, everybody always picks Meryl, Meryl Streep. I mean, what about Glenn? Well, Clo- she's, a,
4: she's a, we have stars today. She's definitely a star. I don't know about these other people being. Yeah, but stars Glenn
3: Close. Glenn Close is going to win the Academy Award this year, or I will scream. She was brilliant okay. in The Wife. Did you see The Wife?
4: Not yet. Not yet. Oh, oh,
3: my you God. You definitely want to see it. You'll, You'll like I it. Study her eyes. Listen to me. Look at her eyes. They okay, t- but hold on. Wait, Let wait, it wait. I got to do the- this for Glenn. Look, look at her eyes when she's get the reaction of her husband. She tells a story with her eyes. The acting is unbelievable.
2: So hold on. Okay, okay so we got out. Glenn Close. We got 12 Years a Slave. We have a friend, Tom Proctor, who... Uh, was on the show. He was in Guardian Galaxy and a whole bunch of things, and he was in that, uh-huh. and it was really cool. Okay, so he then what? What male would you play? have liked to be in? What part I, think you I would play? like
4: to work with a, uh, a deceased actor named Cary Grant. I always loved his work. Oh, uh, he's great
2: comedian,
4: and he was a great comedian a great dramatic actor. And
2: Wow, I will agree
3: with you on uh, this one. I, I, growing up, I wanted to be Cary Grant like everybody else. Yeah. I loved Cary Grant. I still love Cary Grant and his house went up for sale here in Palm Springs. It sold for three yeah. and a half million. Well, we were like uh-huh. three and a half million short. so we, <laughs> <laughs> we could, But I love his house. I pass by we go it. go by it all the time. And I look over the fence and I say, look at his pool. And I'm like a teenage fan. I love Cary Grant to death. Yeah, he
4: was great. He was really amazing. So that's my—that uh, those are people I would like to work with, or would like to work with someday if I, you know, have a chance. And
2: uh, you never know. I, uh, I mean, look, look at all you've accomplished in three years.
4: Yeah, for sure. It's 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 just uh, a lot of it's luck. A lot of it's just hard work and being in the right place at the right time. Yes. I get calls from people Yeah, oh, I want you to be in my film. I'm not paying you anything, but I'd like you to be in it. You know, that kind of stuff happens.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, for if you like, if you like doing
4: it, if you love doing it, you'll do it without pay.
3: Yeah, I tell those people to go screw themselves. Right, wow, we used to do no, them, but we no. don't them anymore. No more. Those days you
4: never, get it. never, never, ever get angry in this business.
3: No, I don't get you angry. I, I say it laughingly <laughs> Go screw yourself.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, my, my yeah. father had Jewish philosophy. My father used to uh, say to me, you know, if I didn't like you so much, I'd tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that, that's Jewish I, philosophy. That's a yeah. nice way yeah. of saying it.
2: I love it. Yeah. So anyway, so you guys, this is Samuel Whitehill. We're going to let you know when his movies come out, Somerset. And what was the other one?
4: Uh The Cry.
2: The Cry in Somerset. I
4: can, I can name a number of movies and uh, I mean five features is coming uh, next couple of months, so
2: good for a lot you. Of stuff
4: to do. Yeah. Congratulations my on first, that. My first western, yeah.
2: Oh, that's yeah. awesome.
4: Well thank you. Um, yeah. Anyways, Anyway, it it's been great talking to you guys.
2: And we want to thank Steve Joyner for introducing us to you. We wish you all the best in your career and we want everybody to follow you on Twitter at White Hill Actors, so thank you so much for calling in. And I'm gonna see okay. your movie. The one with the spaceship,
3: because, Somerset. Somerset, because yeah, that's well, I gotta, up on the
4: Get the thing out and get it distributed, yeah. Yeah, and okay. I, will,
3: I, I will report it for you on Facebook. I will critique it. I'm okay. sure it's going to be great. Okay. Thank you so much, so. Samuel. Oh, yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Nice talking to you. Bye. Bye. Nice Bye. talking to you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: Hey, uh, hey, Scott. Yes, sir. What? What do you? What is it you? Want, we can play a music break, and you want to take some kind of a uh, do a test or so. What do you? What is it that you want us to do? You can tell us. We'll just tell everybody that way they know what's going on. <laughs> they love knowing I the ins to, and outs. I need, I, I need to reset my entire environment. Yes. How long does that take? Uh, a minute. Oh, okay. That's not long. So, so what we'll do is we'll take a a music break. Then, um, how about if you play? Um, Let's see. I wanted to play I Love uh, LA for, uh, that's not that long, for when we call the next person. So why don't we play the Get Fresh She Like Bomb Bomb video? Do you have that? Kyle, can you play it while you're recharging or just we need to have D play something? Uh, D's going to need to do this. Okay, so D, then how about you play. Uh, what do you got, D Pick, pick uh, something.
0: Make it make it easy on yourself is uh, the longest one we got because I can't play. I love LA because I don't have.
2: Yeah, let's do lights. that then. So then we're going to play Make It Easy on Yourself, you guys, and we'll be back in a minute. It's by Ronan Keating and Burt Um, And then, Scott, you can do your thing, and um, and I, just make sure you get us back. We'll do. <laughs> All, right. Right back. All right, everybody. See you in a minute. Here's Make It Easy on Yourself by Ronan Keating and Burke Backrack. Bye.
6: Cause breaking up is so very hard to do. you really love him, and there's nothing I can do, don't try to spare my feelings, just tell me that we're through. Very hard to do if the way I hold you can compare to his caress. No words of consolation will make me miss you less My darling If this is goodbye Oh, I just know I'm gonna cry So, run to him before you start crying too Yeah.
7: me wrong do me right tell me lies but hold me tight save your goodbyes for the morning light but don't let me be lonely tonight say goodbye sure is good to see you, but it's time to go, well, don't say yes but please don't say no, I don't want to be lonely tonight, go see me getting down on my knees i'm undecided and your heart's been divided you've been turning my world upside ¡Gracias! be lonely tonight I don't want to be lonely no no I don't want to be lonely tonight
0: Mm-hmm. all right boys we're back
2: all right everybody that was bobby eeks don't let me be lonely tonight you guys know her from all her soap operas and we went to an event with her saturday night it was fabulous and it was a lot of fun uh we're back and we want to welcome a quick calling guest we want to welcome to the jimmy star show with ron russell the incredibly talented and gorgeous samira Casamini, who has samira's oh, tv network God. hello and welcome to the show Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. Now, to. Shalom
3: and Ashakata. Sh- <laughs> what does Ashakate mean? I huh? love you. Okay. <laughs> I learned that from my Iranian friends, Mimi and Mahmood Shafi. Ashakata. So you guys, the I reason we have you. Samira,
2: yeah, there you go. The reason we have Samira coming on, she also we're going to have her come on uh, officially sometime to promote her television show cuz she's also got a television show like we do. But um, today we're we're just bringing her on for a few minutes cuz she's got a huge event. Uh, it's called Oscar Gala. Um, the website is oscargala.org and it's a big uh, viewing party for the Oscars on February 24th uh, in Los Angeles and we're going to have her tell you a little bit about it. Go, Samira, tell us some stuff about your great event. Yes, I am so excited. Thank you for this. This is a great opportunity.
8: I am doing an amazing event, and hopefully we could have a lot of your guests um, coming to the event. It's going to be Sunday, February 24th at the Hilton Universal, and the day of the Oscars. So we're so excited. We're going to have a huge red carpet. We're going to be screening the red car, uh, Oscars, then um, have a sit-down dinner provided by the Hilton Hotel. And then after that, we're going to have an after-party with fashion shows, singers, and entertainment.
3: I love it. I'm very excited. I can't wait. You know, Jimmy forgot. My very dear friend is Sherry Belafonte, Harry Belafonte's daughter, who's working, by the way, right now. She's got a TV show coming up with Jennifer Aniston, with Jennifer Aniston. Now, Sherry is coming here to Palm Springs to a party that we are going to on, the Sat- 23rd. on Saturday. I'm going to ask Sherry if she wants to go back to L.A. to go to your event. Would it be OK if I brought Sherry Belafonte and her husband, who's a very famous soap opera actor? You can't ask yeah, her that live so on the radio. Yeah, I can ask her live. Why not? Jimmy Jimmy, your sweats are on the spot. No, it doesn't <laughs> Sherry Bellafonte, Harry's daughter, she should be so
2: lucky. Everybody should. She's a wonderful person. I love Sherry. Anyway, we we thought we would invite her and that yeah. might add, add some stuff. So I'll let you know about that one. In the meantime And you guys... also
3: my friend uh Daniel. No, 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 no,
2: no. Jimmy's telling me no. I'll no. talk
3: to you in private. <laughs> the, we have a lot I of great. A list already. We have a great list of friends and people that are very famous. They're all working right now. We didn't get any any dead bodies that are not working. There
2: you go. So hold on, you guys. So this is Samira's event. You guys to go to it and to get tickets, you go to OscarGala dot org. Um, uh, it's OscarGala dot org. Tell, tell them tell how much the tickets are, Samira, so people have an idea. So
8: it's two fifty for dinner
2: uh, VIP tickets and you can get it
8: at oscargala.eventbrite.com. Okay. And the website is oscargala.org and we have a lot of great celebrities such as yourself, of course. And, um,
2: actually I made a list of be- some of them. I made a list of some okay. so we can brag at all the fun people coming. Yeah, and everybody, if Have you come, fun. you can you, you
3: meet Jimmy and I. We'd be happy to gab with you. And I'll give you gossip about famous legendary movie stars like Betty Davis and Jane Russell. So listen, though, to so people.
2: Besides the fact that Samira is a celeb- big celebrity in her own right, everybody. And Ron and I are going to be there so you can meet us. Um, you can get your tickets. You can walk the red carpet. Uh, you can get a oh, great yeah. dinner. Some of the people who are going to be gonna, there.
8: And also we have the ones that add gift bags and add VIP. We have it on special until the end of the month for $175.
2: So there you guys. If you don't get the gift bag, you guys can go for 175 And these are the, some of the Sit cool down people dinner you'll at see. The Hilton. Sit down dinner at the Hilton. And these are some of the cool people you'll meet. A lot of them have been on our show. You have Scream Queen Caroline Williams. You have Chad Lindbergh from The Fast and the Furious. Christian Kane, who is a superstar. Whose movie almost got nominated? Tinker movie almost got nominated for an Oscar. Ray Wise, Tom Sizemore, uh, Michael Copon, Eric Roberts, Robert Craighead, who's been on our show. T.J. Storm's been on our show. By oh Ling, Corey Feldman, yeah. Sherry Brannon, Ken and You guys, he's the heavy set guy from Borat, the funniest movie ever made. Um, oh my God, isn't that funny? Don Wilson, Cynthia Rothrock they're both big karate guys from all those great action movies in the 80s. Camilla Bannis, Kat Kramer and there's new people coming on all the time. I picked out all the ones I actually like, know. Um, so you guys I- and I haven't
3: given Jimmy my list yet of my buddies.
2: Uh, they're not going. Oh, my
3: God. So they're not go-
2: Why are they <laughs> oh not? Oh, my God. And I saw your list. It's even better than mine. So, <laughs> If you want me to, can, yeah. yes, it's going to be fabulous. And just respond to my email that I sent you, and we'll get it going. I just want to get whatever tickets are left, you guys. We want to sell this baby out. You can come. You can meet all kinds of great people. It'll be a lot of fun. And, uh, again, you get the we're tickets. We're going to have go a sushi to- bar and adorbs
8: in the, in the beginning of the red carpet, and then we're going to go in and watch and do other things.
2: And you know that Yo know, Getty and all the people are going to be there taking pictures, you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. So please, go get your tickets now, OscarGala.org. It's, it's, it's,
3: it's black tie for the gentlemen and gowns for the women. Yeah, you So guys. make sure you're wearing something really important. So when we ask you, who are you wearing, you'll throw a name at us on the red carpet. <laughs>
2: Oh we're not God. doing it interviews on the amazing.
3: red carpet. I, I always do red interviews on the but red carpet. We're not carpet. doing interviews on the red well, carpet. Well, I can ask my friends what they're wearing, and if my camera is rolling, tough titty. <laughs> you
8: you know, you guys are so good. You should definitely, definitely be even a few minutes of hosting that event. I want you guys up and stage. No, you guys I, are but,
3: amazing. you fun. Listen, I have every intention of videoing my friends on the red carpet, separate from. <laughs> You know your event. This is good for their film reel. You know it's a big event. Oh, yeah. This is not a. Cra- I asked Laney Kazan to go, and Laney said, "Ron, I would love to, except I'm going to one at the Beverly Hilton in Beverly Hills. Otherwise, Laney Kazan. You know." My big fat Greek wedding, she would have come to your event. That's how important
2: and big your event is. Now, this is the event, you guys. There's going to be lots of Oscar parties going on, but this is the Oscar party to go to. If you want to go to, like, the best viewing party on the planet, don't worry about any of those other ones. It's it's $250 for the dinner ticket, hundred $170, seventy-five if you don't get the gift bag. Go get your tickets, oscargala.org. See all of us there. You'll get to meet Samira. She'll be looking gorgeous. She's a fabulously gorgeous lady. And who are you wearing, Samira? Uh, my
8: thank dear. you i would like to wear a red dress by think. who
2: by who i hope yeah so looking
8: forward to
2: that so who he wants to know who, who who's, who's going to be your designer one of the people from the fashion show or you don't know yet
8: maybe maybe kiki wong i'm not sure
2: yet there you go i love it kiki wong is another person you guys this is going to be the event of the season it's you don't want to miss it happening and and everybody that's so you excited. like Everybody you like from your favorite T V shows and favorite movies are gonna be there and it's gonna be a lot a lot of fun. There's new names gonna be added to the celebrity list beforehand. You guys
8: have to come to my T V show next Sunday. Promoted mine too. You guys are amazing. You guys are so wonderful. And (laughs) it's really gonna be you know, everybody can afford to go and have an amazing time because from the time you walk in, it's glitz and glamour. We're going to have golden plates for dinner and, and, you know, beautiful, amazing food provided by the Hilton. It's just going to be amazing all the way.
3: I can't Where wait. can you go and get such an evening for 175 bucks? Nowhere. Jimmy took me to the Dirty Filthy Sizzler in North Hollywood, and it cost us 65 bucks hey, for <laughs> junk food and a horrible dump. Now you're going to a fabulous event in a gorgeous hotel with all movie stars for $175. bucks. is a deal, my darling,
2: It's super deal. You guys get the 250 tickets also. Otherwise, it's, this is going to sell out, you guys, because we're starting heavy promotions for it. Right. It's going to sell out quick. Get your tickets now. Uh, anybody who lives in LA or if you live out of the, someplace further away, fly in for it. It's going to be the event of the season. Everybody's going to be there. So, again, it's oscargala.org. And, Samira, uh, I sent you a bunch of emails. Respond to them, and we'll talk tomorrow sometime. How's that? And I'm um, looking you for forward to seeing you.
3: Looking forward to meeting you. See you next time. You
8: too. You guys are wonderful. Thanks a lot. All right, Thank Samira. Bye bye. Uh, bye bye, honey. You
3: too. Bye bye.
2: Gotta love it. I'm so excited about this event, you guys, it's not even funny.
3: I can't wait to wear black tie and look like Cary Grant. <laughs> but you will. You always look like Cary Grant. No, I look like Tony Curtis.
0: <laughs> you'll look like not- Ron Russell, which means you'll be the most fabulous person there. Oh, you're so right. Oh, my
3: God, you tell the truth. Now. Do you not go. compare I'll the, yourself the to others. I'd probably be the oldest one there looking, looking good for an old bear.
0: You tell them Cary Grant looks like Ron Russell.
3: I wish. <laughs> I wish. That would have been my I dream. I love it. So, anyway. So here's a, quick, oh, yeah,
2: wait, here's a quick commercial, you guys. You can hear us uh, weekly, you guys, on W4CY Radio with the fabulous Dean Scott. There we go. I got them both in there. You got to Yeah. Like them. Okay. Now yeah, you, you- can... Cannot- you can hear us on K4HD Radio in L.A., Hit 1069 FM in New York, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis. We're also on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podbean, Audioboom, Podomatic, Apple TV, Spreaker, and there's about 100 more of them, but those are like the ones that everybody like knows. Uh, when we come back on television, you'll see us on Vimeo, YouTube, Comcast On Demand, and Twitch. Um, and Roku. Did I say Roku? You did. Okay, so there you go. On television, we're on Vimeo, YouTube, Comcast, On Demand, Twitch, and Roku. Um, we're going to play a song and get our next guest on the line. And um, I guess we're going to play uh, – well, well, who's going to be able to play the music now? <laughs> I can sing. I,
0: I, <laughs> can, I can play a song.
2: Okay, so why don't you play – well, what do you have? Do you have, uh, a, how about, do you have the Gift Fresh song? Uh, no, but I have this song called Two Trees. I don't know what that one is. I
0: have no idea either. It was, it was in the folder from Chad.
2: Um, No, hold on. Uh, well, do you have... Um, You know what I haven't heard in years that I love? Crystal Ball. Oh, I don't... She won't I, be able to find that. I, I like love years that ago. song. It's my She's favorite like years song. Ago. What's another song in the folder?
0: You can give me whatever song you want and I can pull it up on YouTube.
2: Oh, no, I don't think... Oh, Crystal... Oh. Oh, well, why don't you... Uh, yeah, play Crystal Ball. See if you up, can find Crystal Ball on... It's, up, that's not what it was called, though.
3: I don't know what it's called. But what's I don't the know name? the name of my, it. My sweetheart is in it. The girl of my dreams who I love.
2: My uh, Kathy Sledge. Do you want- oh, you know what you can do? No, no. Cat, go, 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 go into YouTube. Go to it. YouTube and, pre- and type in Get Fresh. G-I-T-F-R-E-S-H. And then look for the song. It's called She Be Light, Bomb, Bomb, Bomb. No, I want Kathy Sledge in uh, Crystal. I, I, I don't know the name of the song. We'll That's look, not the name of the song. We'll look up Kathy Sledge. No, it's not her song. It's the other guy's song. She's singing in it. I know, but she's not credited on it. I, I know this. It was on my record label. Come on, I know, but it's not Kathy. But yet. I love Kathy okay, Sledge. Okay, we'll, we'll get it next week. And we'll I, to I my cannot Kathy. seem to I, find Jesus, that up. song.
3: You know Kathy Sledge from We Are Family? Yeah, no, Well, we'll get it on Sister another Sledge. time because the name of the song is not "Crystal
2: Ball." What did you say, D? I'll yep. play it for you next week. You
0: said it's "Get Fresh," right? G E T yeah. T
2: G I T G I T Oh, I whoop,
0: apologize.
2: G I T Fresh, F R E S H. In the song, I, I want to play it because there's a well, there's a video which okay, I yep. guess doesn't do us any good. I, she like Bomb Bomb Bomb?
0: Yep, she's like "Bom Bom Bom." I got it. All
2: right, play that and let's get our uh, Angela on the phone.
0: All right, you got it.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Up in club living room now i'm trying to get her up in my living room oh, i'm trying to get really they call a cab tell them pick us up and oh, we ride through the city she doing tricks for me like she were from magic city say she from the a but she from carol city lying because i be in vip at club miami we be popping all the bottles, looking like a million bucks pulling up in all the trucks now she backing me to. Bam bomb, 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 first round. Like bomb, 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 second round. Like bb Lying cause I be in VIP at Club Miami.
0: we're back. Hello? Um, I love that song. Hey, oh, can you hear us? Yep, it was a delay for a second, so we're good now. So we're back. All right, everybody,
2: that was Get Fresh. She like bomb, bomb, bomb. And Get Fresh was uh, used to be known as Deep Side. I used to dress him as a clothing designer when we were in Florida. They they performed at my grand opening, and they're, like, really badass. Oh, goody, goody for you. Don't be a dick. I hate you today. <laughs> I'm divorcing you and marrying Angela. Okay, we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly... Gorgeous and talented Angela Joseph. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yay! We're so happy to have you. So you already know us, but I got to introduce the the whole like we do it for the whole crowd of people listening. So we got my cool, outrageous man about co-host Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, my dear. I'm really
3: pissed off it. Every time I say something he jumps down my throat on the air. He doesn't even have the couth to do it off air. We went on the air. I wanna work the red carpet. I wanna interview my friends. Fuck you and do what you want. I do what I want. I'm not. That's yours. fine, but you
2: can't broadslide the lady. On, I, on she was radio. so happy.
3: Didn't you hear her dildo head? She said, <laughs> Oh, head. I would love for you to work the red carpet.
2: I know, but I want to so, walk the red carpet. Yeah, you
3: could walk it. You could walk it in your $2 shoes, all right?
2: <laughs> they're not $2, they're, they're 20 <laughs> Angela. 22 22. Angela, Angela, let's talk about. Where we got to introduce Wait. so we had we got D and we got D and Scott on the line too, hello, Angela. They are engineers running everything. So say hi to D and Scott. Hi D, hi Scott. How are you? Good. How are you? That's Good, Angela. One person I'm doing Scott. fabulous. And then we have a chat room full of people with like every country represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room.
3: Hello everyone. Thanks for tuning in. There you go. Now go ahead, Ron. Now, Angela, let's talk about your tits, all right? Then last <laughs> night I saw, last time I saw you at the event in the disco, your tits were almost falling out of your dress. Why do you do? Now wait a second. You and uh, Sadie Katz does it. Caroline Williams does it. My gorgeous. Uh, what's my gorgeous girl's name? Why oh, can't I have brain thought in my head? Lenore. Uh, oh, Lorraine Landon. Lorraine Landon does it. Now, all you girls hang your boobs out. And if a guy looks at them, you say, excuse me, my eyes are up here. Or you say, um, why are you staring at my tits? Well, why do you have them hanging out? And why is it politically incorrect when I write on Facebook about my friend Eileen Shapiro in New York who's five foot tall, she's a size six, and her bra size is about 49 double triple Z. I mean, she's got the biggest tits in the world. So I don't understand why everybody is so uptight. It's kind of like putting women down. So if, if men discussing women's tits is putting them down, why do women hang them out? That's the question. All right, I have an answer for you. Good, I want one, sweet face. (laughs) <laughs>
5: if you're blessed with, well, some of us have are blessed with natural tips, Mine are natural. Um, they are visible whether I have cleavage showing or not. Even t-shirts. Because <laughs> they're so big. <laughs> Even, because they're so big. Even t-shirts nowadays, like I, you know, uh, some of the t-shirts in the Comic-Con and, you know, comic book and movie t-shirts that we get are not fit for people with big breasts. If they are, then they may look like you're wearing a nightshirt. If right. they're a normal size, then your boobs are like, whatever character you're wearing is like staring at you. You just kind of got got to get used to it. As a female, I don't think people need to be so uptight about it. I yeah, mean, honestly, no. you, said, you said to me on the carpet, my goodness, the sisters are out. And I was like, yeah, they can't help it. Every dress yeah, I tried I, on I loved it. was I gonna loved
3: it. show clean- Oh, I love it too. Listen, it's not anything be- to be ashamed of. I may be gay, but I was also married for 16 years and my ex-wife was a size six with a, a what is it, like 42D bust and they were real and I love tits, Thanks. I'm a tit man. I mean, I may be a fruit, but I love tits. But, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I love looking at them and I think they're beautiful. But what I also would like, cause, you know lesbians love looking at your tits too, and guys, now, uh-huh. I would like to give women a thrill. I would like to like not wear underwear and put on very sheer silk pants and have my junk hang so that people <laughs> could see my junk. Why do men strap their junk down and they're ashamed to show if they're hung with big meat? I don't get it. Gay guys would love it and women would love it. So I think all the men out there should start to show junk. The way women are showing their tits, we should show the outline of our uncut or cut penises and give everybody a thrill. Make it equal because it's not equal now. Women are exposing themselves and men are and lesbians are enjoying. Guys, hang your meat out. Show the world you got what you got. Girls do it, boys should do it. What do you think, my sweet? I totally agree. That would be one gala I would love to attend. I mean, if I didn't wear underwear and tight jeans, because I'm pretty hung, my meat would hang. Would you like to see my meat in my jeans? <laughs> I wouldn't laugh, I'd be like, well, hello. And now I see why Jimmy's giggling so much. Okay. So next time I see you, I'm not wearing underwear. I'm wearing tight jeans. And we will put <laughs> a light from your cell phone on my crotch so we will light up my junk. <laughs> Which we need to... We you got it.
2: We need to tell everybody. First of all, you guys, we met Angela. Oh, I know Angela. No, she's no, my but the, but the people don't know who she is because we didn't talk about her. Like we just started. She's talking. a very uh-uh. beautiful woman, about
3: four foot three, with a set of knockers and a gorgeous girl. What are you? And Puerto she's very Rican talented. black. What are you? What's your background? I'm, I'm black. I'm black, Italian, French,
5: native, and Jewish.
3: Oh my God, you're a you fucking have, like everything. Ass. You're like almost like me. Mm-hmm. Except I don't, I'm not black, but I have everything right? else. That's well, cool. you say you're hung like you are, so you never know. Now, so I must, <laughs> that I was not, good, I must. I might have black blood in me, for sure. But that's not true, but because sure. I have a very good friend of mine, and she went out with a very famous black actor. What was the actor's name? Mm-hmm. I keep telling you. Fred Fred, Fred Williams. She had sex with Fred Williams. And I Williamson. said. Williamson. Williamson. And I said. Was Football he? player. I said, was he hung? She said, no. I said, I thought all black guys had like 10 inches. She said, no. There's a lot of black guys that have little. Meet because she likes black guys. So, you know, not all black uh, men are hunk, so ha ha. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so hold on, you guys. So Ron and I originally met, met Angela. Um, She was working on a fabulous, fun film that we went and saw the premiere last year. It's called Clown Motel. Right. I want to mess it up. There's so mm-hmm. many clown movies coming out right now. I and, know. And not clown the one hotel. on
3: me. Not, it's never. Mine is... Cl- uh, what is it called? Circus is clown. Clown. Circus no, Circus Road. Road. So hang Remember on.
2: We one? met her at the premiere along with... Uh, we took Thomas Churchill with it, and we had been interacting on Facebook and in social media, and the film is uh, a Joseph Kelly film, and uh, we met Joseph Kelly and David Bailey, two of the greatest guys you'll ever want to meet, and, and Angela, at the premiere. It was a blast, and we've kept in touch Then We've become friends, and last week... We were in LA at the Art of the Dead premiere red carpet good movie, premiere good and movie. everybody was there and then we all went to the after party together and we had a blast and Angela is a force to be reckoned with in the movie industry as a producer, casting director, I don't know, they got a, I think do you have a production company too, right? Yeah, we're just working on that on the
5: finalities of that right now, so I'm their Twins Talent. Um and we do just about everything.
2: I saw it on Angela, the IMDb.
3: Angela is one of those people that I call friend at first sight. You know, you fall, like you say, you fall in love at first sight. Well, mm-hmm. Angela for me, was friend at first sight. Now, of course I've fallen in love with her after seeing her tits
2: and dancing with her all night in the club. There you go. But That I'll- was amazing.
5: That was so much
3: fun.
2: We had a good time. So first of all, you guys, you're going to follow Angela on Twitter and she doesn't have a, a Twitter by her name. And her Twitter is shared economy U S. So it's S H A R E D E C O N O M Y U S. And she basically helps promote everybody in the in the entertainment industry. Now, can it's, I say something hang to on, you without you blowing yeah. a ship? Yes. Did you invite her to the thing? No, she doesn't live here. She lives in Chicago. Oh, I thought she hey. lived here. Hey, one thing, I, no. I, 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 I want to tell everybody, first of all, crazy? because Ron doesn't quite get it, is that um, we were invited to the event. It doesn't mean we get to invite everybody we know to the event. That no, costs but people that are
3: important, she wants at the event. I know, but I've a, is i have
2: already given her a list of everybody that we could get in contact with and the ones that they like, they're going to let us know. Well, let's put Angela's name on the list. You never know. <laughs> yeah, well, when is, the, when is it? When is it? February
5: 24th. It's an Oscar, it's, party. Oh, the Oscar oh, the Oscar. Oh, the one that Chalet. All right. I already have a personal invitation already to that one. Oh, I'm so not going to be able to make it, unfortunately, but my um, yeah, yeah. vice president, my VP, yeah. Rachel Christensen, is going to be in town. She's one of the um, producers on uh, the Mahal Brothers' newest film, which starts filming on the 20th.
2: Yes. Third or fourth. I saw that.
5: So she's going to be on the attack of the unknown. She'll be in town. We'll make sure we get you, you guys connected because she's
2: Absolutely. got a
5: very early call time for the movie, but she's supposed to accompany Shalé for red carpet photos. There
2: you go. That's oh, awesome.
3: so you're not coming. Why?
5: <clears throat> um, because I'm moving in the next two weeks. I've got to move. I haven't moved in two years when I've got to move a four-bedroom house and still haven't found one to move to to yet, but I'm in Colorado right now. Oh, you're in Colorado now?
2: Yeah,
3: we talked about it. You know, I stopped working in film for 20-something years to raise my daughters single-handedly. I was the original Mr. Mom, and people thought it was horrible. Oh, they, you know what they said? They're going to be lesbians because you're gay. I said, no, they're not. My daughters are two heterosexual, beautiful women. They're going to be hoes walking the streets. I said, no, they're not. They're Italian good girls. They're going to be dope exactly. addicts. I, they don't even drink. So, you know, I raised them very strict, very Italian, and very good. Meanwhile, they're fucking old maids. They haven't got husbands, so I must have been a little too strict.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I wish,
3: I wish they'd uh-uh. find husbands, but anyway. Yeah. Are you so going take know, down wait, as wait, long wait, as they got if they're good girls. I'm not finished. Now, we discussed it that you're the same way with your kids. You won't yeah. leave your kids. You're a single mom raising fabulous kids. And my hat's off to you if I had a hat. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, a career is good. Gotta make money. I was a hairdresser, that's how I made money. Because being in film, you know, they in those days we we did location all over. We didn't have CGI like today. So if they were doing the Empire State Building, you were there, or whatever. And I just couldn't leave. And I was with uh, Universal, with uh, Sarah, and a couple of other shows, and I snuck out, and you know, I was living in New York at the time, so it was tough. And I know what it's like for you. It's rough for you to go to these things. Stay home with your kids. That's the pay off. The rest is just hype, hyped up bullshit.
5: Exactly. And that's why I say I, mean, I uh, already have a, cu- a plan and my best vice president, Rachel, will be down there. I and um, I'll make sure that she meets up with you guys. And I'm not sure if uh, Dave and Joseph are able to go, but they have the invitation as well.
3: Oh, that's awesome. If you met a nice guy, would you get married again? Um, it's possible,
5: but I don't think marriage is really a key marriage is about making babies and stuff. I already made my, all I'm trying to do is have a, you know, a life and enjoy being a grandma and my children. And we're all in film too. I have five kids, two sets of twins and a single. Who does that? I did. And they're all, you know, in, film? And
3: they're all in film All so in film. If you met a nice and my guy. grandsons too. If you met a nice guy, you just shack up with him, right?
5: i probably, there'd be a nice arrangement and I'm a very faithful gal, but that's not my, I guess that's not my goal in life right now.
3: I didn't want to marry Jimmy, but then he said he so was You guys pregnant. are perfect. Oh, he you said he was perfect. Preg- he said he was pregnant with my child. So I, I married <laughs> him to give, to give my child a name. <laughs> so let's a talk a little thing. bit.
2: Let's talk a little bit about Jimmy. I'm going to kill Jimmy
3: after the show. Because you have so many- <laughs> Oh,
2: wait, Angela, you don't know. So, the, wait, guinea, wait. the guinea jumper. I want to talk about, because she, she wants to talk about, she's got a lot of cool projects, things that she's doing. That she's that I on see. the
3: air forever. I love her. No, she's, no, she's never not. going anywhere. We, t- we have 18 minutes left. That's good. You can get a 18 lot of posts. You
2: can you sell go. your pussy 18 in 18 minutes. So hold on. So, okay. Besides, okay, So you have Clown Motel, which we met you on. And uh, yeah. we actually met you because you uh, introduced us to the people Russell to Russell and Shelley Brandon for Crepitus right. that we went to yes. that, right. that premiere, but right. you weren't at that premiere, right? I wasn't at that premiere, but I was their
5: publicity coordinator.
2: There you go. Okay. So I made so,
5: sure that you and, and Ron got there.
2: Um, I love it. So yeah, we had a blast with that. So then tell us what else you got. And we met you again. We saw you again on art of the dead. Um, what's, what's the next thing? Cause like you always like, uh, Facebook messaged me all these like interesting things. I know that exactly. you're involved with Legion, which Legion is the coolest concept I've ever heard of in my whole life. Oh my
5: goodness. It is. Uh, Legion M is, has found and opened the gates to Hollywood for fans and filmmakers and normal people like you and I. What's amazing is right now, as we speak, Legion M is finalizing and at the man theater, finishing setup up for the Stanley Memorial.
2: Yes. Kevin
5: Smith and I mean it's it's amazing. I've been online, there's like several live videos that Terry Pignon um has shared uh throughout today with, you know, just the gift boxes and things arriving and the artwork that's there and all the amazing they even have capes and things covering the the seats and it's this you know, weekend, Spider-Man. right?
2: It's, it's right this... now, it's going on today. Okay. The Stanley Memorial. Today at the
5: Hollywood. Yep, and yeah. it'll
2: end up being
5: a, a production, so the world can see it because Stan would have wanted the world to
2: see it. Absolutely. Where Stan is it Lee. being held
3: today? Do that again. It's at the Man Theater, the Chinese Man in L.A. Yeah, I know it.
2: I love it. So then, so then Legion M though, because I have been like researching. So I tell people what it actually is. Legion M is like fans buying into their own movie company, basically. Isn't right? the
5: first? It's. Under the Jobs Act, it's the first fan owned production company in the world.
2: So fans and own the it.
5: fans own it and we give the money and we buy our shares and um, the Legion goes out and acquisitions amazing projects. We're a part of Colossal with Anne Hathaway and Jason Stukas. Um, we're a part of Bad Samaritan with Dean Devlin. Uh, we're a part of Mandy. With Nicholas Cage, Cage Rage, all oh yeah, over the that place.
2: That was a that and, was man. And Mandy was an excellent movie. And I I, I read now too because I've seen the videos on Twitter and stuff that they're they're back in the new Jay and Silent Bob movie.
5: We just did that the other day. I got chills when they released the news. It was
2: so exciting. I love uh, it because uh, you know Jason, Jason Muse has been on our show before, and we were in uh and we were in the um his comic book store in New Jersey, but not his comic book store, the other guy's comic book store in New Jersey. And it's the most amazing comic book store like ever.
5: Oh my God. Yeah. I I would love to go. I haven't been. I would love to go. And I haven't met uh, Jason or Kevin yet, but now that Legion M is a part of it, that means I get to be as a Legion M investor owner. I get to be a part of the, Meetups for, you know, Jay and and Bob reboot. I get to be a part of the, you know, the sharing and caring and making sure the world knows about the film. I love it. So, yeah. there's,
3: there's also a very good restaurant across the street from the comic book store. So when you go have oh. lunch there, the food was really good. Like American food, if, really
2: good. And if people want to get and involved I, with Legion M, like where, where do they go to do it? And LegionM.com. Join That's the what Legion. I thought it was. I it's thought like Jay, that was it. like Jay said, join the Legion. That's right. Join the Legion, you guys. So if you guys want to be part of, like, uh, first of all, it's the only one and the first one of its kind, a fan back production company where you get involved with everything. Go to LegionM.com. It really is one of the coolest concepts I've ever seen.
5: Are, are you yeah. ever?
3: Are you
2: ever going to get your ass to Palm Springs to see us?
5: Yes, I am, actually. That's one of my goals is to move back to Palm Springs uh, out of the California states. I was born in San Jose, and you then my family no, huh, my family was uh, raised in the L.A. area. And as we get older, we all go to Palm Springs
6: because oh,
3: there's that's so good. no yeah, you, bird heaven. You won't I, know Palm Springs. Palm Springs has changed. I don't like it. No. It's starting to look like Las Vegas. I don't care for it. I oh, like Palm I like Springs that. when it old and charming they're putting up big hotels fluorescent lighting starbucks or you know palm canyon uh, drivers yeah I mean, not what it all was. Of the cities all the way up the 111
5: but, just like blew up i mean i not, know it's horrible
3: but the revenue that's coming in from the tourists is fabulous because we've been bankrupt for a long time palm springs so now they're doing better roads and it really is benefiting the town of palm springs and you know what you got to move with the times. You can't stay in yesterday. Uh, yesterday right. is gone, you know? But right. I would love for you to come. I'll make you a nice meal.
5: Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to see you. I have two aunties and one that um, live up there. I
3: love now, it. Now how come you're living in Chicago? I mean, wherever the fuck you are, Colorado? Yeah,
5: I'm in Colorado. Um, because this is where the family wanted. Actually, my uh, my parents wanted to make sure they got me out of Hollywood when I was really really young. I've always been kind of like Shirley Temple and, you know, wanting to be involved. And, and they called me Miss Hollywood. So they were like, nope, she's uh, way too cute and talented. we got to get her out of L.A. and make sure she has a great upbringing. And then when she's older, if she still wants to do it, she'll end up back.
3: That's what I did. I was living in a beautiful house in Beverly Hills, got divorced. My wife took a powder. She didn't want the kids. We never saw her. She died a couple of years ago without seeing her kids for 30-something years. And I didn't want to raise my kids in Beverly Hills because of the drugs and the bullshit. And Angelina Jolie was my daughter's, Deirdre's best friend, Angie Voigt. And, uh-huh. you know, Angie went through a lot of shit, and I didn't want Deirdre doing it. So I moved to Garden City, Long Island, which is probably one of the nicest towns to live in in Long Island. Very proper, very old, WASPy mentality. A little starchy and stiff for me, but you know, right. I, made believe, I made believe I liked them and I was like them, but I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> and my kids were raised very, you know, white bread, proper, uh, no crime, no drugs, drinking maybe, but that's it. And I agree yeah, with you. Keep, keep keep your kids out of the craziness.
5: Exactly. And don't put yourself in the craziness to where you lose track of your kids.
2: That's right. Absolutely. We live in Palm Springs, so we don't live in the action. We just drive to the action a couple times a week.
5: <laughs> and guess what? Oh, my what? God, I know. Guess and what? that's what I was—that's what I say about moving to Palm Springs. It only takes a couple hours to get there, but having to do a damn flight, and make but sure somebody's Ang- watching my dog.
3: Yeah, it's fabulous. Angela. Angela, listen to the kicker of all of this we moved to Palm Springs and my daughters moved to Palm Springs because they wanted to be near us. So it's not like your kids don't appreciate what you did for them. Mine sure do. And I'm sure your kids appreciate the great mom that you are and they'll move wherever you go. They're going to want to go with you. Her
2: kids are young.
5: Yeah. No, 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 they're not. So look, the first set of twins, Brandy and Brittany are 25 years old. They're 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 in their third year. They're in, their third year. <laughs> they're in their third year of film school. And my single son is 15. He's a little Justin Timberlake look alike. Beautiful blue mm-hmm. eyes, blonde hair. And then the other set of twins, they're paternal boys. And I swear they're Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger from the movie. One is really tall and the other one's really small. Totally look different. It's awesome. And how old, are they? Got, how old are they? They're 13. 13. Okay. They're going to be 14
3: she, in March. She doesn't have babies. So if she moved to, to L.A., well, they, those kids would love to be here. Colorado sucks. They would. Anti- they
5: would. Colorado it's is really
3: anti-gay. Bad. Colorado doesn't like gay people. They boy. They, they did a big thing years ago. No, banning. actually, we are doing really good because one of the twins is gay. Oh, and yay! One, well, wrote, then one, then one of the is... girls.
5: One of the girls. And she's a filmmaker. And... Girlfriends in, in film as well. I mean, it's just so. I don't know. We've got a really good network you in remember,
3: Colorado. Do you, remember, do you remember years ago when all the gay people were boycotting Colorado because they didn't want us there? It was good. It was a horrible. That was a long time ago, though, well, right? I, I'm a
2: long time ago person. You know, I'm 100 years First old. First of all, Angela, I had no idea that you had 25. I thought all your kids were like 10 and 12 or something. No, I, didn't, I know didn't know you had, no, had no, uh, uh, 25. No. So uh,
5: yeah, you, look you so thought so though. Oh, thank you so much. But I, I I spoke with Ron candidly and and let him know when the girls turned 18 is when I went into film. I I kept myself out of it until I successfully raised the girls because unbeknownst to most people, their father was one of the first bisexual porn stars in the industry.
3: I love it. Now listen, Palm Springs, the real estate is very reasonable. I mean, you could get in some homes here for, you won't believe the price. And it's yeah, really, I've, been, I've been looking. No, it's really a nice place to raise children. The kids here are decent kids. We don't have gangs, we don't have junky looking things like in Hollywood, you know, that garbage you see down there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh please oh, my Hollywood. Hollywood is a sewer. Oh, I mean, it used to be I would be not wonderful. take them
5: down there, not even on a good
3: day. <laughs> no. I mean, I went to an event at the Chinese Ramen Theater. I almost dropped dead. It looked like Marrakesh or something. I don't know what the fuck it looked like. All the streets had tables with people selling things, cash only, which means they don't pay tax. Screw Trump. Uh, and right? I, it just was not a good environment. Hollywood used to be a movie star place. It was wonderful. Right. You could you could eat there and bring your children. Now, forget it. I'm a tough guy from Brooklyn. I mean, I carry a gun and shoot anybody. I don't care. But when I go there, I look have eyes behind my head when I go to Hollywood, especially if Jimmy and I. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Yeah, yeah, be careful. Well, we wear you know good jewelry and good wristwatches, and they eyeball your shit as you're walking by. You see a guy look down at your wrist to see what you got on and I just give him a look a Brooklyn look. So hold on real quick, they get then. scared.
2: Okay, hold on cuz we only have a couple minutes. First uh, of all, we want to get we want to give a shout out to Joseph Kelly and David Bailey from Clown Motel, we've been seeing them at a lot of events lately, and we met them through Angela. and We think they're great. Um, we want to give a shout out to the Clown Motel soundtrack. Last week, you guys heard us play the th- Clown Motel theme song by Deviant. I think Clown Motel for a horror movie has one of the best so- soundtracks like ever. They got really good stuff on it. So uh, when the movie comes out, everybody's going to be really impressed. And um, and and then, so Angela, what what are the projects? What are the things we got going that you want to like talk about? We got like seven minutes. And when are we? Okay.
5: Um, you're going to see me, Rootwood, with Marcel Walz uh, and Alyssa Dowling. That should premiere end of March. My birthday uh, is the end of March. Um, so I'm going to go down there for that one. Yay. Uh, we, Yay! We've got 13 Fanboy, which is a Friday the 13th new franchise. All of the Friday the 13th actors and actresses have come together for an original horror written by Deborah Voorhees from Friday the thirteenth part five. She's the one that got the garden shears through the eyes. Yes. With great tits too. Great tits. You know, Deborah's awesome.
2: We've actually had almost all the people who played Jason on our show.
5: So CJ uh, Graham is in it, Kane Hoder's in it, and uh, yeah, Ari, Clown Ari, Clown Le- Ari Lehman too. is doing it and they've got one of his songs. Yeah.
2: He's, been, uh, he's in Clown Motel too. He was in he's been on yeah, our show. Is. Um He's been on our show, Steve Dash, who was like the first was the, the the Jason without the mask. He was on our show. Recently passed away, unfortunately. And Yeah, um, I know. We got, got all of them, so that's a fun. That's a fun. that one, that one will actually be a lot of fun.
5: Yes, and I want to give a shout out to uh, Dee Dublin um, for all of his uh, amazing work. He's uh, got one um, out right now that's winning at the film festivals. Um, and with that, Samaritan, he did an amazing job, and then with his TV series, Librarians and Leverage, uh, he's just been an amazing uh, friend and independent filmmaker. He's really, good. I love really Leverage.
2: That's, that was one of my favorite TV shows when it was on. Yes,
5: yeah, it, it, it is amazing. And so is him. And then, I don't know if you gentlemen have seen Death House with Harrison no. Smith. Harrison, um, Harrison is the director. He's a, a friend of mine, and he's, on the East Coast, every time I invite him, he has not been able to make it. But he still tweets with us, and um, he's got a new one coming out. you got to see Death House first, but they're getting ready to film The Dawn of Five, Five Evils, which is a sequel to Death House. So keep your eyes on that. Also, no, actually, um, Animal Death Crackers. House,
2: Death House, a lot of these people have been on our show. Courtney Palm, Adrian Barbeau, Michael Berryman, Barbara Crampton, uh, yep. Kane Hodder, Lloyd Kaufman, Bill Mosley, Tony Todd, D. Wallace, Vincent Ward, Vernon Wells, they've all been on our show. That's cool. Sean Whalen, uh, R.A. Mihaloff, Bill Oberst. Like, like more than half this cast has been on our show. <laughs> exactly. So i have working with all of our friends.
5: These are all of the hardworking um, filmmakers and, and actors and actors in the industry. Most of us are not governed by production companies and studios anymore. We do our work. Right. Uh, the work we did with the production companies and studios, they paid us a check. It's not like we own the studio. So now with right. Legion M, everybody is involved. Um, I know Thunder Levin from the Sharknado's became an investor with Legion M this, this last round. You know, oh. and So there's just so many beautiful people that we work with
2: i love it i think it's cool so everybody go to legionm.com if you want to get involved and see things going on um check it out it's very 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 cool you want to make sure that you follow the the fabulously talented angela joseph at, at shared economy us on twitter um you want to make sure you follow me at jimmy star show right now since my twitter's hacked um you want to follow yeah. ron, ron's at ron russell show and don't forget our new uh our new our new video tech specialist genius is at Rock Titan T V on Twitter and D's not on Twitter, so fuck her. <laughs> D, the lady who's like engineering our show. She's not? No, she's not so on why Twitter. Why did you say fuck her? That's not nice. <laughs> I was joking. (laughs)
3: That's not even a nice joke.
2: D, we love you.
3: I think he's a piece of crap. Don't even, (laughs) you know what? Cut him off when he talks from now on. Just let me run the show.
2: Yeah, all right.
3: Ouch. And everybody, you can see me in four new films coming out soon so oh, yes. I, yes i gotta I'm, make I'm, sure i'm in uh clown uh road wow. and i'm in uh amityville that's an exciting role oh I can, god i can't wait I, for that one i hide the secret of the amity house and then i'm in uh, the big fucking rat where i play a mafia guy who's killing somebody i get killed in that one too right and then i forgot two more other ones i forgot what they were what are the other ones I can't even talk about them because they're in development. So work is ahead. Okay. It's going to be
2: fun, folks. Awesome. Absolutely. I love it. So everybody, um, let's see what else. we got like two minutes left. So what else you want to tell people, Angela? Give us something good. Tell them how handsome uh, I am and how you love me. <laughs>
3: Oh, I do. I love you guys
2: both. You guys are
3: amazing. No, no, not both. Just me. Just me. No. Oh, Ron. Ron, you are so
5: fabulous. Oh, oh, look. oh, your career is amazing. And I can't wait to work with you. But you're my friend. I love you. I mean, but I can't wait to work with you.
3: What are we going to do?
5: Oh, my goodness. I know. I, I, you know, you're crap an, you're too.
3: A, you're an actress, too? Yeah, I'm an actress too, I was in Clown Motel. You don't remember wait, me wait, wait, in Clown wait, wait, Motel. Where were you in Clown Motel? I didn't know you were in Clown Motel. You're full of shit, you were Okay, Cl- so, Clown. you yeah, saw where? my daughter was, my
5: daughter was the young Jane Doe, and my voice was the Jane Doe, uh, when they were reading out of the journal. That's my voice. It yeah, was very, must,
3: we must I don't want to know spoilers, part. Yes, you do. I'm at the yeah, end, we'll, I'm we'll the end of the movie. I'm, we'll I'm going to see it again. They recur-
2: want
3: see it. Where, I want to
2: know what scene you're in. I didn't see you.
3: I'm at the end. I'm at the end, but I can't
2: give any spoilers. Don't give any spoilers because we'll see it again. The movie's oh, going to be distributed in a couple know, of months. I know
3: because I heard that yep. the cut, they didn't care for the first cut, and I agreed with a lot of the stuff that they were talking about. I think with the second cut, it's going to be really a super film because oh, it's
2: going yeah. to interest in it it's campy it's uh and that guy with the long hair is a great actor he's gonna be a big star and and
3: i thought it was (laughs) oh my gosh i know
5: and that performance that he gave was outstanding without spoilers it was a good
3: plot because i like uh, horrible clowns, but especially when they're dead and they're ghostly I like the big, horrible fat clown, clowns, all the then they're really did. spooky looking. So hold on,
2: we got to go, everybody. So listen up, everybody. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Don't forget, next week we're doing a repeat and we'll be back live with video on, on uh, February 13th. We want to thank the beautiful Angela Joseph. We also want to thank D and Scott for being rock stars. And you guys will be back in two weeks. Everybody, please have a great, safe weekend and enjoy yourselves. And we'll see you guys on the 13th. Bye, everybody. Kisses, Angela. Bye.